Welcome to the podcast, everyone. Uh, Happy 2022. If you're listening to this in 2022, it's early January. And I wanted to do a solo episode since I haven't done a solo episode in a while. And this is the ep- this episode is 102, which is incredible. So if you have missed any of the past 101 episodes, you could go back and listen to them. There are So many great episodes. Uh, I just did the 100 episodes last week with my good friend. So if you go back and listen to that episode, that was a great episode. Celebrating the podcast, what the podcast came to be about, why I do what I do, why I'm continuing with the podcast, and my next goals with the podcast. I had amazing speakers telling their story, inspiring story. I've had people share their expertise. And I've also done solo episodes. So it's half and half. Um, The first 37 episodes were just solo episodes. And then after that, it's a mix. So I hope you go back and listen to those episodes because those episodes are definitely episodes you definitely want to check out. But today, I wanted to tell you something. So I'm a registered holistic nutritionist. If this is your first episode that you're listening to, my name's Amanda Lise Love. I'm a registered holistic nutritionist. And I help people get back to having a life, living a life is my thing. I'm all about this year, I'm switching it up. So if you have fibromyalgia and you still want to work with me, you can work with me. But I'm also going to be working with people who just want to learn how to cook healthy foods and like learn about food sensitivities. Uh, Maybe you're dealing with fatigue, pain, brain fog, or maybe you just want to eat healthy food for your healthy food that serves your body, serves your, gives you the energy, and you just want to live your best life, and you're just starting this journey, or maybe you've been on this journey for a while, and you want to some expert advice, I invite you to come join me, because I am switching my Facebook group from Fibromyalgia Real Solutions with Amanda Love to Cooking with love with Amanda Love. So I hope you can join us into the Facebook group. I'll be posting recipes and doing all of that, doing lives and all of that. So you'll be learning how to cook the healthy way. So I hope you join me in that free Facebook group. And today's topic is a topic that I haven't done before on the show. It's called, it is going to be celiac disease. So I wanted to talk about celiac disease. I actually, if you don't know this about me, I have two genes that predisposed me to a gluten sensitivity. It's the high, it was the highest in the wellness chiropractor's practice at the time. And this was almost 12 years ago. And I was not, I didn't have celiac, but I came, I was very, very close to it, he told me. And when I would just 
doing a cooking program because I love to learn and stuff. One of the to our to our biggest thing we were supposed to do is pick a topic and go in depth about this topic, learn all we can about this topic, and so this is a topic that I was like I want to learn more about celiac disease and how it affects the body that type of thing so this was the topic that I wanted to know more about so I can help those of you with celiac disease or gluten sensitivity or any type of sensitivity that you have you don't have to have sensitivity for me to help you change your life and so let's talk about today's topic celiac disease the medical definition of celiac disease. So celiac disease is an immune reaction to eating gluten. It's a protein that is found in wheat, barley, and rye. The immune reaction to eating gluten creates inflammation that over time damages the small intestine's lining. Gluten interferes with the absorption of nutrients from food by damaging a part of the small intestine called the villi. Damaged VLI make it nearly impossible for the body to absorb the nutrients into the bloodstream, leading to malnutrition and a host of other problems, including some cancers, thyroid disease, osteoporosis, infertility, and the onset of other autoimmune diseases. Though there is no known cure for celiac disease, patients can stop and reverse the damage to the small intestine by eating a strict gluten-free diet. What this diet is adhered to, the symptoms generally get better within a few days. The small intestines often heals completely within 12 months and the VLI will be back to working again. If the patient is older, it may take up to two years for the body to heal. Wow, that's amazing. Signs and symptoms. There are three types of celiac disease which include classical celiac disease, non-classical celiac disease, and silent celiac disease. In classical celiac disease, the patients have signs and symptoms of malabsorption such as diarrhea, steroria, pale, foul-smelling, fatty stools, and weight loss or growth failure in children. Non-classic celiac disease is a condition in which patients with celiac can have mild gastrointestinal symptoms, though there are no clear signs of malabsorption or stimuli-related symptoms. They may have abdominal digestion and pain and other symptoms such as chronic fatigue, migraines, neuropathy, bone loss, difficulty losing weight, and depression or anxiety. There is also a condition known as silent celiac disease. With this condition, the patient is normally asthmatic. They don't complain of symptoms, but still have villous atrophy damage to their small intestine. In many instances, the effects of gluten sensitivity will show up as bone loss in patients. There are studies showing that once patients go on a strict gluten-free diet, they feel much better and have reduced acid reflux, abdominal bloating, and flatulence. In addition to the above conditions, adults with celiac disease may experience a variety of symptoms such as fatigue, bone or joint pain, unexplained iron deficiency anemia, canker sores in the mouth, missed menstrual periods, arthritis, osteoarthritis, osteoarthritis, 
bone loss. People with celiac can also struggle with liver and biliary tract disorders, depression, anxiety, peripheral neuropathy, seizures, migraines, dermatitis, hepatitis, infertility, or recurrent miscarriage. Contributing factors to celiac disease. There is no known cause for why some people get celiac disease. Approximately one out of every hundred people in the U.S. will get celiac disease in one form or another. There's a greater likelihood of developing celiac disease if someone in your family has the disease. There are two genes that play a key role in developing celiac disease. These are the HALA DQ2 and the HLA DQ8 chromosomal mutations. By definition, HLA or Humanolycocyte antigen is a cellular protein that triggers an immune response in your body. With celiac disease, after H and the HLA coding can cause the immune system to go haywire in the presence of gluten and attack the cells of the small intestine. Positive gene testing does not determine if you have celiac disease but the only likelihood that you may develop it at some point in your life. Sometimes celiac disease becomes active after surgery, pregnancy, childbirth, viral infection, or severe emotional stress. There are also factors that put you at greater risk for developing celiac disease, such as Sjogren's syndrome, which is immune disorder, Microsotic colitis, inflammation of the colon or large intestine, autoimmune thyroid disease, type 1 diabetes, Down syndrome, Turner syndrome, and other family members with celiac disease or dermitis herpetiformis. A conventional medical approach. The only current effect, effective advice given to those with celiac disease is to be on a strict lifelong gluten-free diet. If you have celiac disease, this means staying away from foods such as rye, barley, and wheat, which you often find in bread and beer. Those with celiac disease have to stay on a super strict diet as only a few crumbs of gluten, which may come from a toaster or cutting board, can trigger the small intestine damage. For many, this way of eating is very hard to manage since the diet is very restrictive is not the most optimal. If you adhere to this diet, it does help with the quality of life and preventing the occurrence of refracture celiac disease and small intestinal and lipophoid. Foods to avoid. Wheat, barley, and rye are the most important foods to avoid if you have celiac. All these contain gluten. When people with celiac disease eat gluten, a protein found in wheat, rye, and barley, their body mounts an immune response that attacks the small intestine. These attacks lead to damage to the villi, small finger-like projections that line the small intestine, which in turn inhibits nutrient absorption. Labels that have the term wheat should not be eaten at all. The terms that you need to know are wheat bran, wheat berries, wheat starch, wheat grass, wheat germ, and wheat flour, except for buckwheat. You also should not eat solanoma, bugler, couscous, graham fracar, malt, blue cheese, etc. as they all have a very high content of gluten in them. 
Beer is something you should avoid if you have celiac disease because it contains gluten, which also damages the small intestine. Overly processed and refined foods are foods to avoid with celiac disease because their digestion is difficult even in healthy people. They also tend to be packed with sugar, which is cross-reactors to celiac disease and can worsen the symptoms. You should avoid corn and rice products. Although these foods don't necessarily have gluten in them, many times they can be contaminated in the factory if that factory produces wheat. Sugar. Sugar is also a product you should avoid if all possible celiac. People with non-responsive celiac disease might have difficulty digesting sugar, which is found in dairy products, lactose, table sugar, sucrose, or a type of sugar found in honey and fruit, fructose. Foods that heal. The intestine is the most highly regenerative organ in the human body and regenerates its lining called the ampleum every five to seven days. This continuous cell renewal allows the lining to withstand the breaking down of food, absorption of nutrients, and elimination of waste. Although there's no cure for celiac, the body needs plenty of whole and fresh foods to repair damage and rebuild human new tissue. Whole foods are packed full of vitamins, minerals, phytonutrients, plus enzymes the small intestine needs to heal. Damage to the small intestine makes it difficult to absorb vitamins and other nutrients. The most common vitamin deficiencies from celiac are iron 2, B12, calcium 3, vitamin D, zinc, and copper, along with the fat-soluble vitamins, such as A, D, E, and K. Foods rich in these vitamins and minerals help to restore the health of those suffering from celiac. Bone broth. This is a great way to help those with celiac since they have a compromised digestive system. When your digestive system is compromised, you don't want to eat foods that are hard to digest or are highly inflammatory. When you eat gluten, your stomach gets inflamed and you're plagued by diarrhea or vomiting. Bone broth can, number one, soothe the inflammatory fire inside of your digestive tract. Two, help flush out the gluten and other toxins or irritations. Three, replenish and rehydrate your body. And four, encourage your tummy to rest while still being nourished. When your digestive system is sensitive, you want to focus on easily digested foods and liquids. Bone broth is a great way to get your nutrients as it's nutrient-dense, and those with celiac disease are nutrient-deprived. Sweet potatoes. I recommend these with celiac have sweet potatoes as they have 400% of vitamin A you need each day. Those with celiac disease might be low in vitamin A. They are also great for eye health as well as keeping your immune system healthy against fighting germs. The vitamins in sweet potatoes are vitamins D, vitamin B, iron, zinc, and many others. Red bell pepper. Peppers contain incredible amounts of, C of vitamin C, which can provide many health benefits, including helping enhance the iron absorption. It's also great as those with celiac disease need the components in real food so that they repair the damage of the gut and rebuild healthy new tissue. Gluten-free oats. Recent studies suggest you eat, can eat oats as long as they are not contaminated with wheat gluten during the process. 
You should check with your healthcare provider first. It's important to check that foods are labeled gluten-free since cross-contamination can happen as this is common. Oats are a great way for you to incorporate carbs into your breakfast. They are fiber-rich food and can help lower cholesterol. Cauliflower. This is an anti-inflammatory food and it's good for your digestive tract. Once you eliminate gluten, your gut will recover quickly if you add plenty of anti-inflammatory foods to it. Cauliflower is a great source of vitamin K and celiac patients often are short of this vitamin. It has 19% of the recommended daily amount for adults. Broccoli. This is a great anti-inflammatory food. It's very nutritious. Broccoli is low on the glycemic index and has been shown to reduce inflammatory markers. It has weight loss properties as well, and it's primed by sulfurin, a compound with anti-inflammatory properties. Turmeric. This is a kitchen spice and also a medicinal spice. Its healing effects are believed to come from a phytochemical called caridium. Turmeric is known to be an anti-inflammatory food. It's known to help many conditions with inflammation. Inflammation is believed to trigger the development of a variety of conditions, including celiac disease, probiotic foods. Foods that are rich in probiotics such as yogurt, miso, kefir, saccharide, peachy, kabocho, and other fermented dairy products have good bacteria for the stomach lining. These good bacteria play an important role in healing the intestines and making the gut healthy. Conclusion in closing, it's imperative that those with celiac disease follow a strict gluten-free diet as there's no cure for it. The only treatment is to remove gluten from your diet. The intestine will start to heal once you remove the gluten from your diet. Remember, this also means removing all foods that contain barley, rye, and not just wheat. In addition, you must be very aware of the medications you're taking since some of these can contain gluten. Also, you must check any supplements you're taking as well as your beauty products since they may contain gluten. Food labels do not always list gluten as an ingredient. Instead, they will often list some form of wheat. Also, check for rye and barley. Malt and malt flavors are made from barley, so look for those as well. And I would love to tell you something. Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it and learned more about like what you should do with celiac disease. And come join me in that free Facebook group. I'll put the link in the show notes. And it's called Cooking with Love with Amanda Love. And I hope you enjoy this episode and all the episodes that are coming up in 2022 or whenever you are listening to this episode. Uh, and I hope you learned something, but also you take action with these episodes, which is that's all I'm about, is taking action. So I'm blessed to have had you be part of the last 101 episodes and to the next 100 episodes. I'm very, very thankful. And... Enjoy this episode and listen to episode 100 when you get the chance because it's an amazing episode celebrating what I've done with this podcast and I had a fabulous time with Maddie and his podcast. 
is how did I get sick and die, which I'll also put in the links. So come join me in the free Facebook group because I would love to learn more about you and welcome you and all of that. So thank you so much.